You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. No matter who or what changes, a spouse divorces you, a loved one passes, a friend betrays you, a family disses you, Jesus is saying, I never will. And no matter where you might find yourself, in the ICU, in an oncology office, in bankruptcy court, in county jail, in a funeral home, no matter where, I will be with you. It's startling that even when surrounded by lots of people, you can feel totally alone, unknown, and unprotected. Well, in today's message, Pastor Dion teaches that after Jesus was resurrected, he intentionally made his presence known to his disciples. He was reminding them that he would never leave them, that he's always there. And Jesus, says Pastor Dion, wants you to know the same thing, that no matter what your circumstances or situation, God is near and he cares. Now here's Pastor Dion in the book of Luke, chapter 24, with today's edition of The Simple Truth. Well guys, Jesus' teachings and miracles confirmed or proved up to this time, three and a half years of ministry, three and a half years of miracles, three and a half years of teaching. And what they confirmed and proved is that Jesus was truly the Messiah. Everybody say it, the what? The Messiah. He was truly the Savior King sent from God. But, everybody said what? But, then the Savior King was accused of being a false prophet. He was accused of treason, promoting another king in another kingdom. He was condemned to die. And they crucified Jesus. They put his mummified body in a tomb and rolled the stone over the entrance. Wait for it. Wait for it. But on the third day, everybody said out loud on the what? Third day. On the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. Death and the grave couldn't hold him. That is a great place to shout amen, and you missed it. Come on, stop it, stop it, you missed it. Here's Acts chapter 2, verse 24. Here's what it says. God raised Jesus from the dead, freeing Him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on Him. I like it. So, death couldn't hold on to Him. They killed the Messiah. They put him in a tomb, but death couldn't hold him. He rose. Immediately after his resurrection, Jesus went on tour. Can you say those two words? He went what? On tour. Now, we're familiar with concerts, right? Musical artists on tour. Well, whenever a musical artist goes on tour, it's usually to promote a new album or a new message. I mean, Bruno Mars is on his 24-carat magic tour. Taylor Swift is on her reputation tour. Chris Tomlin is on his Worship Night in America tour. Now, 
These artists have taken their show and their messages on the road, on tour. Everybody said where? On tour. Well, Jesus in this chapter is on his resurrection tour. Everybody said out loud his what? Resurrection tour. Jesus is on the road making stops, doing visits, and promoting three new tunes. Three new messages. So they put his body in a grave. They crucified him, put his body in a grave, but the grave couldn't hold him. Jesus resurrects and he goes on tour. And on this tour, he is presenting three new tunes. Let your neighbor say three new tunes. Three new tunes, three new messages. The first is called, everybody say it out loud, what? His present. He's promoting it. We read last week that after Jesus' resurrection, he appeared to two guys headed back home to Emmaus. They had been in Jerusalem. They had been following Jesus. And who knows how long they had been involved with him, but they had hope that Jesus was the Messiah. But when he was crucified and he was buried, they lost hope. And now they're leaving Jerusalem disappointed and discouraged. They were depressed that Jesus had been crucified and buried. But Jesus appeared to them. He's on tour, remember? Resurrection tour. Jesus appeared to them and Jesus encouraged them. He said, I am... Everybody say it out loud. What? Alive. He told them, I'm alive. I'm alive and I will be with you. Jesus told them, even if you don't always see me or feel me, I will be present. Jesus told them, I want you to know what David in the Old Testament knew about my ever-presence. Psalm 139 verse 7 tells us what David knew. Here's what David said, I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest ocean, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. Isn't that awesome? So Jesus told them, hey listen, hey listen, I have resurrected from the dead, I am alive and I will be with you no matter where you go. Jesus also told them, I not only want you to know what David knew, that I'll be everywhere, I want you to know what Solomon knew. In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, here's what Solomon said, You never have to walk alone. You have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Isn't that awesome, guys? That's awesome right there. So Jesus told those Emmaus walkers, those Emmaus pilgrims that are walking back home, He said, hey listen, I want you to know now that I'm alive, I want you to know you will never be alone. I will be with you everywhere, all the time, and I will stick closer to you than a brother. Jesus also told them, I want you to experience, I want you guys to experience what I promised in the Old Testament book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 43 says this. Read it with me. 
When you go through deep waters and great trouble, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Don't be afraid for everybody. I am with you. Now that's a good place to just cheer. And wow. Can you imagine? That's why those pilgrims on the Emmaus Road after Jesus disappeared, after they recognized Him and He disappeared, they said, did not our hearts burn within us for the things that He told us and He exposed that He revealed from the Old Testament as He revealed the Scriptures? I mean, wouldn't that reveal a lot of encouragement to you, huh? To know that Jesus' resurrection promised His presence. That's the first tune He's revealing. So Jesus was declaring on His resurrection tour that no matter who or what changes, no matter who or what changes, a spouse divorces you, a loved one passes, a friend betrays you, a family disses you, Jesus is saying, I never will. And no matter where you might find yourself, in the ICU, in an oncology office, in bankruptcy court, in county jail, in a funeral home, no matter where, I will be with you. Isn't that awesome, guys? That's what he said. Here is his promise. Here it is. Read it with me. I am with you always to the very end of time. I'm always there. That's so cool. So think about it. Jesus is on this resurrection tour. First stop, that's the message He gives. I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always to the end of time. And no matter what you go through, no matter where you're at, I will see you through. Isn't that awesome, guys? I, I, I just like it. So, here's the thing. I'll, I'll be there. I mean, when Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene at the empty tomb, she grabbed a hold of Jesus for dear life. She was afraid that she would never see Him again. I mean, she lost Him for those three days as far as she was concerned. So when she went to the empty tomb and it was empty and she started, you know, the other girls ran away, but she lingered and Jesus appeared to her. She grabbed a hold of Him and wouldn't let go. I don't want to lose you ever again. But Jesus told her on this resurrection tour, He told her not to worry. Listen, guys. The security of Jesus' presence is not based on how tight we hold on to Him, but how tight He holds on to us. I'm going to say it again because it's pretty important. The security of Jesus' presence is not based on how tight we hold on to Him, but how tight He holds on to us. And He has an incredible grip. Look at your neighbor and says, He has a great grip. Listen to Jesus' own words in John chapter 10, verse 27. Read it with me. My sheep listen to My voice. I know them, and they follow Me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. 
All right. So he goes on this tour, resurrection tour. First stop, he tells everybody, hey, listen, I am with you. I'm alive and I'm with you. Never leave you nor forsake you. And don't worry about it. It's not dependent on how much you hold on. He's saying, hey, it's a matter of my grip and nobody's going to snatch you out of my hand. That is awesome. That ought to make you sing right there, right? It ought to make you sing that old song, Oh no, you never let go Through the calm and through the storm Oh no, you never let go And every, every high and every low Oh no, you never let go Sing it with me. Oh, you never let go of me Yeah. That ought to make you sing that. Have the band come up and play it right, right now, right? Yes. So, the first tune or message that Jesus shared on his resurrection tour was his presence. But here's the second tune he plays on his resurrection tour. It's called his peace. Say it again, his what? His peace. Here's the passage of scripture that we're at. Luke chapter 24, verse 36. Now, as they said these things, I want to pause right there. The, Jesus had met the Emmaus, the disciples on the way to Emmaus, walked next to him, revealed the scriptures to him, shared about his presence. The two Emmaus guys ran to the safe house where the disciples were at. They started telling them all that they had encountered with Jesus, that he is alive and he is, he is present. So as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, everybody say it, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed they had seen a spirit and said to them, and he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands and feet, that is, I myself, handle me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. So, Emmaus' disciples run back and tell the story about Jesus' presence. They're in the room. The disciples, you know, had been hiding out in the safe house. Everybody say a safe house. They were behind locked doors, but the house was filled with fear, guilt, anxiety, grief, hostility, worry, and regret. Think about it. These guys ran away and abandoned Jesus. They are in the house. Now they're safe from the persecution of the Pharisees and those who might associate them with Jesus. But they got a lot of chaos going on in that house because they've got the feeling of regret, guilt. We abandoned him. We left him there. We didn't even follow things through. He spent three and a half years pouring his life into us. There was grief. He's gone. There was hostility. Because the women were looking at those guys and saying, you wimps. You wimps. You're so cowardly. What are you doing locked up in here? We told you, Jesus appeared. The guys are like, get out. Everybody say chaos. Chaos. 
The disciples were in that house and they were plagued with anxious minds, sleepless nights, tense nerves, and sour stomachs. Does that remind you of anyone? Huh? Because remember, you don't get ulcers because of what you eat. The reason of ulcers is because of what's eating you. And these guys, they were behind locked doors, but the chaos was on the inside. They were dealing with all this. Stressed out. Listen. The same hand that pushed away the stone from the tomb wants to push away your chaos. The same hand that pushed away the stone from the tomb wants to push away your chaos, your anxiety. That's why Jesus stepped into the house that day on His resurrection tour and downloaded peace. Everybody say the word, what? Peace! There are two types of unrest. There are two types of anxiety. Spiritual and physical. The spiritual anxiety or unrest comes from the doubts that we have about God. Is He good? Does He really love me? Will He forgive me? Where will I spend eternity? That kind of anxiety churns on the inside. It's a spiritual unrest, a spiritual anxiety. The physical unrest comes from the problems and circumstances that life hurls at us. We go through stuff and we say, why me? Where is God when it hurts? Does God care? Will I survive this? Well, Jesus' resurrection promises something. On the resurrection tour, He promised peace. Here's the first one. Everybody say what? Peace with God. Say it out loud. Peace with God. That first issue of anxiety. That spiritual anxiety. That the doubts we have about God. Jesus' resurrection tour, on His resurrection tour, He announced, you'll have peace with God. God is good. My resurrection proves that God is good. He really does love you. He will forgive you and save you. And your eternity with Him is secure. Peace. Everybody say peace. No worries. What's going to happen? Do I have to do something? I mean, when I die, what? what? I mean, does, is He really good? Is He really for me? Is He really have a purpose and a hope for me? All that gets answered. Jesus on His resurrection tour answers that. The resurrection gives us His peace. Peace with God. God is good. He really does love you. He will forgive you and save you. And your eternity is secure. In fact, here's Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Read it with me. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have, everybody, peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Here it is. Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. Now what does that mean? Salvation. It means peace. It means His promise. It means righteousness. It means forgiveness. He has brought us into this place of undeserved 
privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Does that mean heaven? Does it? Peace with God. Everybody said what? I don't have to ask that question. Is God good? Is God for me? Is His plan and purpose for me really good? Will He really forgive me? Will He really save me? Will He really take me to heaven? Jesus' resurrection says, hey, I'm proving it. I'm proving it. God loves you. He sent me to die for you. He raised me from the dead. The same Spirit that raised me from the dead can raise you from the dead. Not only physical death, but spiritual death. But both of them will secure you a place in heaven with the Lord. Isn't that awesome, guys? So, hey, woo! That's great. Great news. Everybody say, peace with God. And Jesus on this resurrection tour, when He said, peace be with you, He meant peace with God. That takes care of that anxiety. But he also, Jesus' resurrection also promises this. Everybody say it out loud. The what? The peace of God. The peace of God is a supernatural calm that he will download when things get crazy and chaotic. How many of you would like that peace? Huh? How many of you need a download of that peace? Well, His resurrection promises that. And that's what He was telling them on the tour. Then He shows up into the chaos of their lives and all that's going on in that room, in that house, and He says, peace! Everybody said again, what? Peace! Peace with God and the peace of God. Say it out loud, the what? Peace of God. That supernatural calm that He will download when things are crazy and chaotic. Here's the verse, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Read it with me. Don't worry about anything. Now, pause right there and think about all the things you are worried about. He says, don't worry about it. Look at your neighbor and say, don't worry about it. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And thank Him for all that He's done. Then, everybody said what? Then, read it out loud, then you will experience the peace of God which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Hey, the problem will still shake. It just won't shake you. He will download His resurrection. He's saying, hey listen, I'm bringing peace. Peace with God and the peace of God that calms your anxious hearts in the middle of the chaos that you're going through. The problem will still shake, but it won't shake you. Our time with you is coming to an end today on The Simple Truth. We're so glad that you joined us for Pastor Dion's teaching in the Gospel of Luke. There's much more to learn from this narrative of Jesus' life, so we hope you'll tune in again. If you're listening in the Española area right now, we'd like to extend an invitation for you to join us for our weekly services at Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. 
Come by at 9 or 11 a.m. to spend time with us in worship, Bible study, and fellowship with one another. We also meet on Wednesday evenings for a Bible study beginning at 7. You'll find directions and more information about Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel when you visit tmcalvary.com. If you can't make it in person, you can still join us virtually through Facebook Live. Just follow the link to our Facebook page at tmcalvary.com. And tune in this Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. While you're at our website, you'll also be able to access our archive of previous teachings on various books of the Bible by Pastor Dion. Just click on sermons at the top of the page to open our audio archive or visit our YouTube page to experience the service through video. Feel free to share these links with anyone in your life that you think would benefit from hearing the simple truth of God's Word. We're so glad that you joined us today on The Simple Truth. We encourage you to read ahead in the book of Luke and discover more about Jesus and what his life and ministry means to you. Then join us next time for Pastor Dion's continuing verse-by-verse study right here on The Simple Truth. So let us join our hands and together we stand together.